0: Truth is the authority. 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 All right, first thing, bring your A-game because I'll take nothing less. We don't need more regulations. We need far less of them. We're going to have an open and honest discussion, but the numbers are what matter. The facts matter. Forget about the Republicans and the Democrats for a minute. Let's talk about the people. I've
1: lived the American dream, and I want so many more people to be able to live the American dream.
0: My show is what it says. It's common sense. We've jettisoned political correctness. It's principles and policies that work for everybody. I just want to talk about how to fix this country. The David the Rebus Rebus Show. Show. In spite of the change in the headlines, it does not remove the reality in Afghanistan. We have American green card holders. We have special interest visas, families of Americans. It's actually a multinational problem. But the focus on the efforts to help those in Afghanistan, as well as the stark reality and what is a dark reality of murders, beatings, and so much more. We need to take an honest look at this and... From the Biden administration who would simply like this to go away, it doesn't for those who are continuing to carry out the effort to save people left behind by this administration. Heather Nauert, uh, my colleague in past years, my colleague still today, and someone who is helping with these groups, with Scott Mann and his group, for example, Pineapple Express, joins me now.
1: David, good morning. Great to be with you.
0: Morning, Heather. You know, after our conversation yesterday and as you know, conversations I'm having with others, there is a dark reality emerging And beyond the Senate hearings and the, you know, the pronouncements of politicians, regardless of size and the the chiefs of the military and the advisors to the president. Let's look at what's going on on the ground in Afghanistan.
1: Sure. Um, Well, millions of Afghans want to get out, of course. There are still many people aligned with the United States who are trapped in that country, whether they be high-risk people who had worked with the U.S. government before on all kinds of projects, from building roads and schools, they're in danger, to women, to the commandos that our special operations trained up over the past 20 years. There are about 30,000 of them, and they are the best trained people in the country. They've been trained by our folks, and they are uh, being captured every single day. Every morning, I wake up to another horrific video of these men and their families, which include their wives and children, being slaughtered. And the United States has no policy on what we should do with these Afghan commandos. Look, when we uh, look at the hearing that took place earlier this week, Chairman Milley said that al-Qaeda could be reconstituted in Afghanistan in as little as six to 36 months. You know, I'm not sure I believe their timeline uh, based on previous timelines that we've gotten from them. But the United States is going to need to rely on these Afghan commandos because at some point, I think a lot of folks think we're going to have to go back in. And that's a sad reality today.
0: You know, in addition to this, and while, as I mentioned before, Heather, it is a multinational issue, uh, the large bulk of it is here in America. Who's blocking, who's stopping the efforts or hindering the efforts in any way to get those left behind in Afghanistan?
1: Uh, Well, you know, those who are getting out are being facilitated solely by private groups. Lots of these veterans groups and other uh, related groups are working together. Um, no one left behind. Doug Livermore is doing great work. He's in touch with some of the Afghans that I'm trying to help every single day. He's doing terrific work. Task Force Pineapple also helping to facilitate um, safe passage out of Afghanistan and then resettlement here. Uh, his group, Human First, um, they're doing some great work as well. So it's really the private groups that are doing the job that the government should be doing, but the government is not. And it's important for folks to know that all these groups are privately funded. The U.S. government isn't kicking in a dime for, um, all the safe housing, uh, that is being provided to at-risk Afghans and the, you know, facilitation of flights, uh, out of the country. It's all being paid for by veterans, by private individuals, and David, there are so many stories about these really committed veterans who've been cashing out their 401ks, their entire savings, and pouring it into this effort because we made a promise that we would take care of these people, and if they served alongside us, that we would bring them to safety in the United States, and we're not fulfilling that promise today.
0: Just that point doesn't get, I think, enough of attention that there are people here willing to put their economic stability on the line. Uh, You know, when I hear and I've spoken to a number that said, you know, here's what I've put in. Is that all? That's all I have. That's what I have. I'll go back to work to find it. I mean, that's a level of commitment. That's really a level of commitment.
1: These men and women are just incredible who've been volunteering for this effort. I've spoken with countless veterans who have quit their paying jobs just to work on this full-time and are pouring their savings into helping these men that they served alongside and their family members. And I'm talking a lot about not just the SIVs, you know, who are translators and the commandos that are special ops trained up over 20 years, but then there are also green card holders, Um, there are still American citizens left there. There are, David, and this is one of the most appalling things to me, we have U.S. service members, current active duty U.S. service members who have immediate family members at risk in Afghanistan. And we're doing nothing, and when I say we're doing nothing to bring them home, I mean the U.S. government is doing nothing to bring them home right now. It's all on the backs of these private groups, so it's really important you know, just to think about um, the suffering of these people, but also what U.S. volunteers and veterans are going through to try to keep the promise.
0: So let's go down to the State Department for a moment. And you were once in the State Department in the Trump administration Mm -hmm. as its spokesperson. I shared an email with you earlier. Uh, This is a response from an official at the State Department regarding the special immigrant visas and there's a lot in this without having to go mm-hmm. into the entire email but in one line at the beginning of the email we are developing processing alternatives so that we can continue to deliver this important service for the people of afghanistan referring to the sivs but yeah. when in the context and in reading this email in its entirety it's a punt there's not another word to this the state department Now, how many days and weeks later, months later, after failed uh, decisions, and this is on Anthony Blinken's shoulders, but really on the heads of those being murdered at the rate of, what is an estimated, what, 12 a day? Uh, This is on their heads. 12
1: 12 of the commandos are being taken and their families disappearing every single day. And that's just what we know about. David, this is happening all across the country. It's so much bigger than that. Those are just the numbers that I can tabulate of those commandos who are disappearing and being murdered.
0: Uh, Back back to 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 the State Department's role in this. Yeah, back to
1: the State Department, yeah. Um, So the State Department has a role in basically, basically approving manifests for people who get on planes. The State Department, of course, has to be concerned about who gets to the United States and are they properly vetted. Well, we do know that when people were rushing Karzai Airport, a lot of folks were let in who weren't vetted. And those are not the folks who were let in by veterans. Veterans were facilitating safe passage of people they had served with and their family members. The State Department and others were just trying to fill some of the seats uh, on the planes. So in some instances, we don't exactly know who got into this country um but with regard to those that the veterans were you know helping we know who those folks are so one of the things i want to flag to your listeners is beware of any upcoming investigations that may try to point the finger at some of these veterans and volunteer groups um we know they did a great job um but in terms of this this note from the from the state department to siv applicants look it's a bunch of bureaucratic stuff right I'm reading this, and I've had to read this over three or four times to fully understand. Imagine you're an Afghan getting this kind of email that basically says, go over to the United Nations High Commission for Refugees. If you want out, if you need advice, go to somebody else. And I think you use the correct word in calling it a punt. Um, look, yeah, I, mean, I, I In love one paragraph here, my, yeah. in,
0: in one you know, paragraph, my, just to highlight it for the audience, Heather, they haven't read the email. I'm actually going to redact uh, the person's information but i'm going to put this email out later today because we need to see this the public deserves to see this but in this one paragraph it says if you require the contact details of unhcr offices outside of afghanistan you may contact the unhcr office in kabul for this information either by calling 079-069-1746 or sending an email to uh, afg afghan Kpart, A-F-G-K-A-P-R-T at UNCH.org. So they're giving them the emails. But the next line, if you've become displaced within Afghanistan because of armed conflict, violence, or specific threat of violence against you or your family, you can contact the Department of Refugees and Repatriation, D-O-R-R, in the province where you have sought protection to request assistance the United Nations and NGOs are working closely with the government of Afghanistan to ensure the protection of internally displaced persons and their access to basic services. Let me break that down a little bit more. If the provinces are broken, there's fracturing in the tribal structure, even in opposition in other areas. You have the U.S. government, Telling someone that has been cleared by State Department and DOD to go to the UN, contact the Department of Refugees in the province where you have sought protection, and that the United Nations, not the United States government are working, and by the way, with the, quote, government of Afghanistan to ensure the protection of IDPs, internally displaced persons. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, this is where I came up with the word punt. The United States <laughs> government, the yeah. Biden administration, the State Department have told you, good luck with that. Go to somebody in a province somewhere, and the government of Afghanistan, the Taliban government, will take care of you.
1: Right. The very same Taliban government that is slaughtering people exactly um punt is a great word for David. Uh, we deserve better, the American people deserve better, our veterans deserve better, and these Afghans who served alongside us for so many years deserve better as well it 's a shame
0: i'll leave it there for now, but you and I will keep this going. You know one of the things we have to do heather we're both in the communications world as well is to lay out the truth to put it out you know someone decided to make sure they got this information one of my contacts and others were working around the world to do this to help people and it's a punt The, the administration wants this to go away all right that has come from high level sources Mm -hmm. to me and i Mm -hmm. suspect to you as well their words even from within the administration and within the state department i mean again you are in the state department what should they be doing now they need to
1: prioritize this and they would say that they are but they need to prioritize a process for getting people out the united states government should be paying for these private groups to get people out the united states should facilitate flights getting out, um, bringing people here who are vetted, and the people that we made promises to. Um, there's there's nothing more important than keeping our promise. And David, you're right. The media want this to go away. The administration wants this to go away, but veterans can't let this go away. And you and I, as people who care about our country, care about promises we've made. We're not going to let this go away either. We're going to just keep fighting this so we can do what is right for these people who bought alongside us.
0: Heather Nauert, and uh, again, to all the people you're working with, Heather, thank you. And we will continue to do this together. We will keep this alive. While people are dying, we can't let it die over here as the administration would like.
1: Yeah, David, thank you so much. Thanks for your commitment, your service, and uh, thanks for all you do.
0: Thank you. Heather, we'll be talking soon. Uh, that update I wanted to make sure you had out there. This, this will not be allowed to die. The numbers are growing significantly. The murders, the mass murders, the beatings, uh, the executions of entire families. This is real, not what they won't show you. 866-95-PATRIOT, 957-2874. It's Friday, and you know what we do on Friday. We also talk about the business of the nation, the business of your life with the business report. Simple question to go to break, and then for my guest, as you know, Tracy Burns, financial advisor with UBS. Is the debt ceiling battle baked in? What does it mean to you, Tracy Burns, next?